who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Let me in, let me out. Content warnings for description of blood and gore, themes of anxiety, and death in an elevator. They step off the elevator. They start down the hallway, grow smaller, smaller. Then the doors close just like the last person, and the one before them, and before them. Not like me. No, I, in fact, have been in this elevator for as long as I can remember the entire stretch of my memory. Might mean one day, might mean ten years. Whatever it means, it doesn't mean anything to me. This elevator is all I know. The whole of my reality totals out to this one ride going up, down, down, up some more, down, then up, at no point stepping out onto a floor. One might wonder... Why? I don't know that I could put it into words exactly, but I just... have this... feeling. A feeling I can't identify, but it just tells me not to. Not to step off this elevator. Just continue pressing the random buttons to preserve this ride into suspension. Keep my five square foot reality justified by the motion and progression from one floor to another, but none of those floors are for me. After all, who knows what could be on each floor. I certainly don't. But I know what's in this elevator. And I can rely on that. A man gestures at me distantly, asks me to hold the door. I stare at him. Then I hit a floor button, not even looking at which one I hit, and force my finger into the door closing button. The man looks at me in bewilderment, yells out again for me to hold it, but the doors shut him out before he finishes. I just... had a feeling. Something about him... just wasn't right. He... he could have been... God knows what he could have been. I mean, hell, these people, are they even real? What does the word even mean anymore with my reality existing solely within these four steel walls? 
And if this elevator is my reality, if it is my entire self, then... Wouldn't I be letting him enter me? Can't take the chance on that. The elevator's still moving anyway. That's all that matters. I looked to see what button I pressed, but... None of them are lit up. But the elevator's moving. Well... Could just... Be a glitch or something. That's all. What does it matter to me where this thing is going anyway? The door is open upon a... A floor that I don't... Recognize. Looks almost like a... Warehouse. A large, hollow... Cavernous room. Dark room. I look at the screen inside the elevator to see what floor number this is. It's blank. I can only assume someone called the elevator to come, but no one is here. There's nobody, nothing in front of me, so I stretch my head forward to see if there's a button that's closed. I recede. Walk backwards into the elevator. Press myself against the wall. I reach out, hit a smattering of elevator buttons, but nothing happens. I slap them again, repeatedly, and I feel... cold. Cold in undulating intervals, blowing on me intermittently like whatever's out there is... breathing on me. I still don't see. Don't see anyone who could have called the elevator. So I reach out, hand quivering in the air, and press the buttons. But it, it doesn't do anything. Slam my open palms into the buttons, the floor buttons, the door closed buttons, all of them, and the voices. The voices, they feel closer, sound closer, and I'm throwing my fists into the elevator for taking me here, for keeping me here, when I didn't even try to go anywhere, but where I was, inside of it. Inside. steel walls to keep me encased. I spread out my arms, grip the cold metal of the walls, caress the rail, grip it tightly as if to test its stability. And I feel its comfort. It feels cold. 
cold like a prison. Meant to keep me inside, but of course, that's that's why I'm in here. I have to stay inside. I've seen what's out there. I just saw what's out there. How could I ever go back out? If I leave this elevator, it will be the end right there. But if I don't, if I don't leave, it will be the end right here. Here with the same cold steel walls. Here with the buttons that look like eyes. Here behind doors that are opening. It's me. It's me. Bleeding. Mutilated and torn open in so many places. Crawling across the carpet on this brightly lit floor. Pale light making vivid the blood that runs off my body in dark rivulets. As it reaches up at me. Blood covered face begging. Imploring. As if asking me. Hold the door. I stare into my own bloodshot eyes. Eyes getting closer with each drag of the maimed body. Maimed by who? Mutilated by what? Did it step off the elevator? Haplessly wandering into the open maw of whatever unseen horror lurks out there on every floor? Or, or did it stay? on the elevator. Stay inside it for so long that the prison, the madness of the steel walls and delusory freedom of the buttons, that the elevator itself mutilated it. And if... If so, then... Then it needs my help. I hold the door. The thing crawls its way inside. The door closes behind it. I look down at the marred body. Crouch down to look at its crucified form. It looks up at me. Smiles. But it's... Not... Me. This microsode was written, recorded, and produced by CSW. I make a podcast called Incarnation Red, spelled R-E-A-D, a horror anthology podcast full of freaky sound effects and existential dread, much like that which you have just listened to. Heart Stephen King, Heart Chuck Palahniuk, Infected blends science fiction and horror into a pulpy masterpiece of action, terror, and suspense. James Rollins, New York Times bestselling author of The Judas Strain and Black Order. The Infected Trilogy is an unabridged three-season audio fiction series from number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler. Powerfully written, an unforgettable central character. Dallas Morning News. Infected is one hell of an exhilarating ride. Joe R. Lansdale, World Horror Convention grand Grandmaster and author of Bubba Hotep and Hap and Leonard. All 88 episodes, 53 hours of horror, are free and available now wherever you listen to podcasts. Sigler is the Richard Matheson of the 21st century. Infected is a flawless thinking person's thriller. Jonathan Mayberry, Bram Stoker award-winning author of B-Wars and the Joe Ledger series. 